Kia ora, my name is Mark Easterbrook, and you're listening to Going West Audio. For your enjoyment, education and inspiration, we've opened up our archives, queued up the tapes and unearthed the best oratory, discussion and performance from 25 years of the Going West Writers' Festival. In this episode, the first thing ever from the inaugural Going West Festival in 1996, we find ourselves in the warehouse of an old Henderson winery, where Bernard Makoare, Dr Nahuya Te Awa Katuku, and Robert Sullivan invoke breath, music, and the words of Māori oral and written literature. I'm going to, to begin, and, uh, but I would like you to do something for me before I begin. I would like you to... Uh, to try and get um, the sounds of the piano and the, uh, the guitar, uh, the radio even, the sounds of um, the automobile, the car, the motorbike, the, the chainsaw or the, the motormires that start up regularly on Saturday mornings in, in West Auckland. <laughs> try and get those sounds out of your head. And I'm going to introduce you to, to, the, to the word of my ancestors and me. And... Uh, some of these words are, are words of the environment. Some of them are words and voices of, of animals, of birds. Some of them are, are voices that, uh, that we can feel and not hear. And um, that's, the, that's the reason I'm not going to be speaking very much. I'm not even going to bother explaining to you um, the voices that you're going to hear, I'm going to leave that up to your imagination, and I'm going to leave it up to your, uh, your creativity as writers yourselves and as people who enjoy uh, creativity. I'm going to leave it up to your creativity to, to determine what you're about to hear. Ōrera tēnā koutou. Thank <laughs> you. 
aruia tahi a tahi a Kia ahe mua ke ko te kāko ako Herea mai ko te kaua koro ki koro ko ai hatatangi mai i roto i tana pū koro koro ai karo Te kuaka he kuaka marangaranga ko tahi te manu e tau atu ki te tāhuna tau atu Tau atu Tau atu e hoai Tūturu haka mau aki a tēnā Hūye i tāiki Akarongo mai ki te tangi o te manu nei tūi, tūi Tui tui ya, tui e iroto, tui e iwa, tui te here tangata ki te tangata, te he iwa mauri ora. I te hoa i au ki te au mara.
Tanga he mea tinoa whakamiharo tēnei mō mātou nei. He mihi whakawhetai, he mihi aroha ki a koe, tēnā koe. Tāku te ngāne, kia ora. <laughs> um, kia koutou rā, uh, tēnā no koutou. Kia ora, Adrian, for your greetings this morning. I'm finding it quite difficult to actually um, rise and perform after so moving and intense and glorious a moment from Makoare, Bernard Tenakwe. It um, takes us right back certainly many generations, and indeed in this area, many centuries, to those first voices that echoed around these hills, that ventured from one coast to the other, that explored the harbours of this region. Voices that, for some decades, were lost, but that are, not, that are now being heard again. The origins of Māori literature, I believe, are as much in our words as they are in our music. And both 
to me, are certainly inseparable. And I assume, of course, that we will somehow weave together for you over the next half hour or so a demonstration of that. <coughs> Hi, I'm Robert Sullivan. This poem is um, from a forthcoming book called Star Waka. And it's called A Biography. We held them to catch this. The glass shelves are spotlighted to catch green curves, green layering and prices, but I only want the singing. The song is ancient. Flecks in the stones show their breeding, which is important, but turn the lights out and there is only singing. This stone is one of the singers. I watch the top waters flow, catching the spare light. I lie here waiting for you to hold me. I am life and its shape shaped to you. The song filling your heart, moving the blood of this stone. Creatures flow in the space around the stone. Some control the way they tumble. When there is light, the stone is here. When there is no light, the stone is here. The presence of the stone fills us, rips our hearts as we tumble. We've been tumbling a long time. When we land, we land on other stone, lining prison floors, reinforcing citadels that launder clothes and checks. But even in the gravel that makes the grey stone, there is green stone. What else keeps singing the song? We hear it, yet there is nothing to see. Our Ponamu sings. Even in the gravel, there must be flecks of ponamu. We cannot leave. We came from here. We cannot go back. This is our England. We bring ponamu up from our rivers. The green stones on our chests are the life of this land. Um, so I try and write a lot of um, social commentary um, and in the early days when I first began writing, um, I, I, I tried to mimic um, kind of rap um, singing, because that was the language of the streets back in the 80s. So um, I'll, I'll read one of my street poems, um, just to give you an idea of you know, what other things influence well, writing not just Māori writing, because of course we have our traditions, but then there's the new traditions, you know, pop music, and um, being part of an international community. Um, so this one's called Not the 1990 Poem. Um, it was written um, about the time that Carl Stead was commissioned to write um, the 1990 commemorative book. And I, and I know that Carl Stead lives in, oh, he doesn't live in, he's got a batch um, 
around about Kadi Kadi, so it makes them relevant to this conference too. Um, Te Kemera was a, a rangatira who um, voiced very strong objections to the treaty. Not the 1990 poem. A slip of land subject to any peculiarity, the season throws, roughed by tongue and wool, rock oysters a la crap. This land's laureate is a stirrer, the reason behind old Tekemada's fear. Low, small, a worm, a crawler, me down, the governor up. If the treaty were a person, he or she'd be schizophrenic. It has so many voices and more critics. Wars in the north, gum fields, forests falling, Titify, Sid, Deirdre, ha, just like Cordelgate, all that airtime. Mongrel mob fights the power, black power smacks their yellow guts green, white power slugs homes and Philip Sherry, spit drips from Winston in the wings. They're talking about a revolution with one missing rocket launcher. No one can separate the lies from the blacks and the whites. If only Electrocorp could pull the plug on all this network blues, these loaves and circuses, the city is an abuse. Concrete medians, busty bridges, four-way off-ramps, triple-channel replays of benzene sunsets, a Kenworth 69's a Bambina, a tribal madman sloshes One Tree Hills obelisk. I wrote this five years ago and I predicted it. Everyone and everything must integrate. Look at the games, the Whitbread fleet, that's entertainment. Yet the pull of a fist or slitting your wrists doesn't stack the dishes or fix the issues, does it, Catullus? All right, that's all the hate you need to hear. Straight up, our land speeds toward calamity. Live well, people, we're all living in Roman time. Um, and I'd like to read Karakia, which I'll read at the end um, with Bernard's accompaniment. So I'll try and remember it. Karakia for Bruce Stewart. I touch Papatuanuku, my earth mother. Give hands up to Ranginui, my sky father. Then beat both wings of the heart. Scull it down through the pelvis to a rosewater bowl filling with stones. Chance, angst, loneliness, failure. Dip hands in this, sprinkle heads in clarity. Pass the speech of people on. Blush and touch. Make love slowly. Be careful. We slide in a round of writhing, weeds that thrash a jive expressed in a loud way. I'm out of my circle. Persevere, beat your heart's wings, fly out to greet them, shout he to the ground, ha to the sky. Through these, peop- through these veins, people give and take, fine as those crossing a petal floating on a bowl. Health to you, brother, we hongi. Health to you, sister, we kiss. Splash your paddles, breathe deeply, drink up, We've got a chant of unbroken tones to toast, a meeting on special grounds, an open sound 
so pure it shakes the host. And I meant about drinking up because, of course, we're at a great spot for that. So kia ora. I actually work as an art historian and for much of the last three years I've been um, researching and working with museums in North America, Europe and the British Isles. Currently we are planning a major exhibition of the Māori collections in the British Museum in London. And these poems, these two, are related to my work. It's called The Museum's Sequence, but I'll just um, read two today with Makawari Tungani Kyoda. This is called For LMS 145 Accession Number A Bone Flute at the British Museum. Bone, resting lizard stretched along the grain. Bone, that once lamented and rejoiced, that once sensed the blood's currents and rhythms, that once sang bold songs of triumph, that once lifted a warrior's arm. Now, you are mute, bone. Your silent eloquence, your dozing reptile, tell me more than a million melodies rising along the water in the fierce, fluid, moving night. Bone, moe mai ra, moe mai, moe mai. Kia ora, kia ora um, um, the next one is um, for one trophy from the Waikato War, now in an unnamed museum. Such a face, yours, a moulded perfection of tilting eyes, nostrils fine and chiselled lips. I wonder... I wonder what did your sightless gaze witness that morning, that day, that night, when you were torn down because of your beauty? Your magic, recognized and claimed as a prize of war, while close the river she moved on and the radofe burned, steaming with new blood amid the gouts and shouts of obscene triumph and destroying. They took you, bundled you into a scrim bag, ripped you away from home. To this, a bleak, grey place, where lonely tissued by the layers of pulp and plastic, your beauty, your beauty, and our pain, our pain. Shine through. Kia ora koutou.
Nadia, children of God. Somewhere in the land's mind, a tanifa lifts his head and grins. A mountain walks off with a female mountain. A waiata is sung in honour of the above. Māori are children of God. A tohunga sees me and I see this. We are talking about the madness that has taken the people by the sip in aluminium pints, quartz and handles. Māori are children of God. The sickness of the city, the iwi's filtered oration on streets with rap, not speech, and the power of their history, strong as Edison or Einstein, weaker than the Matakete man. Māori are children of God. And soldiers, and mercenaries, and free people, and makers of villages, and makers of waka, and breathers of spirit, and air, and growers, and laughers, and artists, and the solemn, who represented all these things of war, peace, food, love, beauty, sleep, river, ocean, wind, fatherdom, motherdom, forest, man, woman, and the numbered, and should not forget as they live in this mixture of a time where they are folded into a document that takes blackness from dignity and spits, gifts some back. The Māori are children of God. Karakia. I touch Papatuanuku, my earth mother. Give hands up to Ranginui, my sky father. Then beat both wings of the heart. Scull it down through the pelvis to a rose water bowl filling with stones. Chance, angst, loneliness, failure. Dip hands in this. Sprinkle heads in clarity, pass the speech of people on, blush and touch, make love slowly, be careful. We slide in a round of writhing, weeds that thrash a dive expressed in a loud way, I'm out of my circle. Persevere, beat your heart's wings, fly out to greet them, shout he to the ground, ha, to the sky, through veins people give and take, fine as those crossing a petal, floating on a bowl, health to you brother, we hongi, health to you sister, we kiss, 
Splash your paddles. Breathe deeply. Drink up. We've got a chant of unbroken tones to toast. A meeting on respected grounds. An open sound so pure it shakes the host. This has been an archival recording from the Going West Writers' Festival. Thanks for listening.